We here at The Big Balance have an obvious obsession with work-life balance. So when a prominent name brings up the topic, either for or against, we take a personal interest in it. Up today, Ashley Graham and why she dismisses the concept outright. Maintaining a work-life balance keeps getting harder, but it doesn't have to. This is The Big Balance, a podcast for anyone struggling to stay ahead or even just keep up with work, life, and everything in between. Join us each week for practical advice you can actually apply to get a little sanity back in your day. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm Brian, and for our American listeners, happy belated 4th of July. Uh, I guess for everybody else internationally, welcome to, I guess, just another day. It doesn't matter to us. We're happy to have you. We're going to do a short one on the show today. Today's episode is another reaction episode where I have something to say about something that someone else had to say about something related to the show, and uh, that was a really confusing way to open, but fuck it, I'm keeping it. It isn't something I even disagree with, even though it sounds like it should be at face value, due in no small part to the fact that this person refers to something near and dear to our personal subject matter as straight up bullshit. What do we mean when we say work-life balance? I'll admit, when John and I started this show, I thought the term was pretty well understood by most, if not all, people in the workforce. Honestly, I would have gone so far as to call the term self-evident. It's all there, in the name. But every once in a while, I'll see somebody talking about the topic, or see something written, and I don't necessarily recognize the term, at least the way they're using it. If this show's ever going to succeed at being an ongoing discussion about work-life balance, how to attain it, how to preserve it, then we also need to spend some time properly defining it. Towards that end, I consider it a level of due diligence to reflect on those other ways people define the term and what it means to them. I'm going to kick off today's episode by admitting that I didn't really know who Ashley Graham was before reading a few headlines that happened to draw my attention. I don't know if that's because I'm out of touch or I'm just not the target audience for all things touching Ashley Graham. Very likely a little bit of both. But that's who we're going to be talking about today. And since we're going to be talking about her and her take on work-life balance, I think it's important to talk about who she is to add a little bit of context to that topic. So for anybody else who's not overly familiar, here's a couple Cliff's notes to bring you up to speed. The only thing I knew about Ashley Graham was that she appeared in what some consider a controversial Lane Bryant commercial and otherwise features an ad promoting body positivity. That might be the extent of what some of you out there listening also know about her, but there is plenty more. And as I get into that, let's take a step back in our own show's history. Very early on, John and I talked about those unique individuals who can dig deep and excel in one thing, and then somehow flip the script and just do it again and again in completely different areas of focus. Essentially the energizer bunnies of the working world. Meanwhile, I'm here trying to just survive my work week and have just enough energy left over to record this show. When I read up on Ashley Graham, she seems like one of those people. Clearly, she came up in the world through a career in modeling, starting at the age of 12. From that position in the media, she added some hosting experience to her CV through several Miss USA and Miss Universe pageants. 
and she leveraged that fame to spotlight body positivity in a number of ways, including giving some TED Talks on the subject. And her social activism didn't end there either, as she participated in some missionary work in South Africa as well. Oh, and she also somehow found time to squeeze in writing a memoir in there as well. Now, that's all her professional life. On the personal side, Ashley Graham's a married mother of three kids, two of them twins. I'm over here white-knuckling having just two kids, adding a third and two babies at once in addition to an older sibling. I, honest to God, have no idea how I would do it. Long story short, she has a lot going on, and enough to keep her busy that the concept of work-life balance seems like something she'd need to figure out. So what is her take? Let's grab a couple of those aforementioned headlines to see. And this isn't going to be one of those Harvard Business Review or Forbes episodes, oh no. We go to those wells often enough. No, these are stories that are pulled from an interview she did with Shape Magazine, a lifestyle mag about beauty, fashion, fitness, and all the things that I have no clue about. First, Ashley Graham dismisses the idea of work-life balance and chooses joy and laughter instead. And that's the more diplomatic headline. The other is, Ashley Graham says work-life balance is bullshit. Those seem pretty clear, but I didn't really get how she'd be so dismissive given all the balls that she keeps juggling in the air. So let's see what the actual articles have to say. And these aren't in any specific order. These are just some things that stuck out to me as I was reading. Graham is realistic about the fact that each part of her life will get different amounts of attention at different times, but her personal goal is to always make time for joy and laughter. As she raises three little ones, Graham explains that carving out time for joy makes it easier to go through harder times. And a quote from her directly, We're not happy all the time every day, but it's just one of those little pockets of your day that you should hopefully be able to smile and just have a little joy and a little laughter, she says. Graham doesn't think it's possible to achieve a perfect balance. She tells Shape Magazine she has accepted there are going to be moments when one part of her life gets more attention. Now, here's where I'm perplexed. I'm an advocate for work-life balance, obviously, and she claims to think it's all bullshit, but everything she's saying fits into what I believe work-life balance is. So how do we both have similar views on work-life balance technically, yet come out at the end with an opposite take on what work-life balance is? Like I said at the top of the show, I think the problem has to do with definitions. First, what is balance? And I hate to read straight from the dictionary here. I feel like you all have better things to do with your time than hear me do that. But let's take it one step at a time because I think it's important. One definition is an even distribution of weight, simply put. And I think this is near enough what people in Ashley Graham's camp think when they think of work-life balance. You have 24 hours in your day, 8 have to go to sleeping, so you split the remaining 16, 8 and 8 between work and life. Easy peasy, nice even split. Simplistic, but I would say also overly simplistic and not really tenable in any sense. I think this is why Ashley Graham hates it, or at least thinks it's bullshit. But it's not where my mind goes. Here's another definition. A condition in which elements are in equal or in the correct proportions. In this way of thinking, equal time isn't a mandate, and we can interpret what the correct mixes based on what's important to us. Here's another one, this time as a verb. To balance something is to keep it or put it in a steady position so it doesn't fall. I think both of these definitions are a little bit better aligned to my sense of work-life balance. 
There's not hard and fast rules. It's not a blind, even split that doesn't take anything in your life into account. Long story short, it's about taking a look at that equation and finding ways to assign to each side the value it deserves. It's not that blind split of ours. And when I think about somebody whose career is all about, you know, modeling and jet setting to different locations and different speaking engagements, yeah, that kind of a blind split is going to be impossible. And I understand why she would be frustrated thinking about it in that light. I just don't think that's the right light to look at it. To demonstrate this, let's turn back to Ashley Graham. From what I gather, she grew up with a father who worked as a database marketer while her mother was a full-time homemaker. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of those parents and again ask, what is balance in this family? I can't speak to her family dynamic at all, but in a more general sense, there is a very stereotypical caricature of a single earner nuclear family. A dad who works all day into the evening and maybe doesn't spend as much time with his kids as he would like or they would like. At the same time, the overworked mother who never has any time away from those family responsibilities. One could say that there is balance here, right? Each parent is dedicated to one side of that work-life balance, aka there's a 50-50 split in equality. But not one that really works well for either parent or the kids. Balance according to my preferred definitions would be lived out like this. Dad assesses what's important in life, what he values, and cuts back on hours at the office to build that relationship with his kids. If you're looking for more on that topic, go back to our episode on Brian Dyson back on October 21st, 2021. He has a lot to say on that topic. This would, in turn, take a little bit of pressure off a of mom, give her a little time back, a little breathing room, allow her some time to apply back to her own passions. From what I've read on Ashley Graham's perspective, I think she'd agree with me. And her considering work-life balance to be bullshit is simply a result of defining it differently than I am here. I'll wrap up today's episode by moving beyond dictionary definitions and going back to a tried-and-true statement that I've made here on this show before. What is work-life balance? To me, it's the practice of mindful self-advocacy. It's examining how we choose to spend our time critically and asking ourselves if we're doing what's right for us, for our friends, for our families, for ourselves. There are plenty of people out there, employers or situations, advocating for us spending time doing what's most important for them. We may be the only ones advocating for ourselves, and we owe it to ourselves to do a damn good job of it. that's going to do it for us today. I promise you short and sweet. And there it is. Join us next week when John's back in action as well. And we have our spirited, if not overly long and drawn out side conversations that convolute uh, around a topic. Uh, look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for listening to the Big Balance podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, drop us a comment while you're there. Until next time.